Oasis Church Chicago, this is Pastor J.P. Trollio. I'm so glad that you're here listening with us today on our podcast. This message today is coming from our midweek prayer service. We believe that this prayer meeting is the most vital meeting of our church. I pray today as you listen to this message that you're encouraged, that you're inspired, and that ultimately you're pushed closer to Jesus. If this message today spoke to you, I pray that you will come out and join with us on a Wednesday night that you can gather together alongside the rest of the church and hear from God and what he would have to say to you. Uh, just thankful for God, yeah? Me and Ryan. Anyone thankful for God? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, um, I'm gonna continue tonight and we're gonna pray for ourselves and for each other. Um, but if you've been coming for the past couple, well, it's almost been a month now, uh, I, I felt convicted by, by the Spirit of God to... Um, teach on how Jesus prayed. Who better to learn from than Jesus? Pastor Jordan just gave a great uh, layout of how to pray, but Jesus gives us an example and, and tells us to pray specific things. And we've been walking through this. If you haven't been here, they're on the podcast. If you guys don't know this, Wednesday night is on the podcast because I really wanted to get these by piece, maybe a word or a phrase. And this week, this is uh, part five, part five. I don't know how far we're going to go, maybe 15, 20 parts. I don't know. Um, but every time I'm preaching up until the Lord tells me to stop, I'm going to be here on this. So um, if you come on Wednesday night, just be ready to receive from Luke 11 or Matthew 6. But tonight I'm going to read from Luke 11. I'm just going to read verse 1 through 3. And it says this, Now Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. They could have asked him anything. Lord, how do you heal people? Or how do you, how do you cast out demons? Lord, how do you feed the multitudes? They didn't ask him that. They said, Lord, teach us how to pray because Jesus, every time he, he was having something massive to do or he was going to go step out and, and do miracles, he went and he prayed. They saw that. They understood that the power was in prayer. Okay? So, Lord, teach us as, as to pray as John taught his disciples. And he said to them, when you pray, say, Father. Remember, Father, it's so crucial that we get that right. Father, how would be your name? Your kingdom come, and then I also taught on Matthew 6, your will be done on earth last week, or two weeks ago if you were here, on earth as it is in heaven. That's a big prayer. Like, like your will be done, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. If we catch what we're asking there, it's a big thing. We're asking for the heavens to come to earth. So, so you with me? So that's a massive request. And then he follows up with this next line that I'm going to teach very short because we're going to pray. Give us each day our daily bread. He, he goes from this massive, you guys catch that request of like, let heaven come to earth. That's huge. Like if you caught what I taught, there's so much we could teach on that. And then it's like he just comes over to like this everyday life, right? What Jesus is showing, and this is not what I'm going to teach about, but he's showing that God the Father is interested in the big and he's interested in the small. Okay? Catch that about life. God is interested in the small stuff. In your small areas, in your small things that you don't think are a big deal, he's interested. And he wants to be invited into them. He cares about bringing heaven to earth, but he also cares about taking care of his kids every day. Anyone thankful that God the Father takes care of his children every day? Okay, so, so that's what I want to teach today. Give us each day our daily bread. I want to pray tonight for, for an impartation from heaven 
for a spirit of contentment to fall on each and every one of us. I'm giving you the message right at the front. I just want to pray that simply. I want to open up the altars, and I don't want this to be routine, and I don't want this to just be common, that we come here on Wednesday nights, you receive a word, and you flood the altars. Like, like if you want to be bold enough to receive a spirit of contentment, that's what we're going to pray for tonight. And why did I say bold? Because it is hard to be content. Can I get an amen? amen. Okay, we all here together on this boat. Because being content is not easy. It's not in our nature, and Jesus addresses it. Hey, hey, when you pray, ask God the Father to give you daily bread. What I believe Jesus is saying, hey, ask the Father to give you a spirit of contentment. Trust and believe that God is going to take care of you every single day. Hey, don't worry about tomorrow, right? We, we, we read that and we're like, yeah, we get it. And then what do we do? Worry about tomorrow. <laughs> Who's worried about tomorrow? Yeah, yeah my hand's up. <laughs> Who's worried about next week? Who's worried about next month? Yo, I'm thinking about like next week, Easter. Like, what are we going to do? I'm like, yo, I'm worried. <laughs> like, Jesus says, yo, don't worry about it. Worry about today because it's got enough to worry about. And I think he's saying the same thing here. Yeah, give us our, our daily bread. And this is, this I believe is, is talking about physical food. Yes. But there's a level to which he's saying, yo, I, I want you to be content. Because you're believers of Jesus Christ. And you got to show the world that you are content with just having Jesus. Okay? Because if we miss being content in Jesus, we're not going to show the world who Jesus really is. If we miss being content, we're going to show the world that we look at God the Father as a slot machine. Or as a genie. Or as this person that we just want to ask him for the big stuff. No, I want to pray tonight that a spirit of contentment falls on our church. I've had moments of discontentment. All the time. This is my biggest battle. Full transparency tonight here at the church. I'm grateful for my wife, Rachel. That, that, that woman, she doesn't need a new thing. Real talk. I think she's got jackets and jeans from high school. She says, I do. Look, she's, I ain't lying up here. Strike me dead, Lord. Like, like, like she's content always. I'm never. I'm like, yo, I need new jeans. She's like, you just got some. And I was like, what's your point? Where are we getting at here? Like, I just, I'm never content with what I think I have. Like, I'm always looking for the latest and greatest. It's dangerous for me to go to the store now because not only am I looking for myself, but I'm imparting this into my son. She sent me to Target, which I never knew Target was this great until I've gone now for my son. And I went for some things for him that were not clothes, but I came back with clothes. Why? Because he needs to be content in Jesus' name. I've, I've watched my son, though, as a father, like, like I, I've, I feel like as a parent, and all your parents out there, you know what I'm about to say. You, you see the father's heart the moment you become a parent, like the heavenly father. You, you get a really deep understanding. Like, like I want my son to be content. Like, if, I, if that means I'm going to hold the pacifier in his mouth at 3 in the morning, like, I'm going to hold it there. Why? Because I want him to be content. <laughs> and I want to sleep. <laughs> Judge me. <laughs> Like, like, I want him to be content, so if that means i got to hold him, I'm going to hold him. If, if, if that means he needs to eat, I'm going to make sure that he eats. Like, I want my son to be content. I want to take care of him. I want to provide. This is the same way the Father is for us, our Heavenly Father for us. He's saying, hey, in my house, you don't have to have discontentment. 
In my kingdom, you don't have to ask for anything that you're lacking because I'm going to provide everything that you need. Okay? So Jesus, give us today. Lord, our Father, give us today our daily bread because what it does, it breaks a spirit of discontentment. Discontentment is a great distraction for the life of a believer. If Satan can distract you, he can disable you. I mean that. Like if he can get you distracted on being discontent, he can disable you. Because it's taking our eyes off of Jesus and it's putting our eyes on the circumstances of our life. Discontentment will disable you from the feeling of joy from the Lord. From experiencing freedom. From walking in new mercy every day. This is what discontentment does to you. You've ever experienced it? Like, like when I become discontent, when I, when I look around and I'm like, we're not where we should be. I put my trust in me and I take it off of Jesus. I don't trust that he's going to provide daily for what I need, but he, he's going to let me take the wheel and try to figure it out. You know, I, I was reading the Bible in a year, and that's not some spiritual statement. I, I actually, sorry, 30 days at the beginning of the year. I'm not, that's the first time I've ever done it. It was crazy. I actually did it in 36 days. I, I read the Bible from front to, front to back, and it was wild. And there was a couple passages that, like, you know, you, don't, you can't digest all of that. But there was moments where I would catch something, and I'd read it, and I'd be like, that was in there? Never knew that was there, Right? And as I was studying for this, this scripture verse, like the Lord, and let me say this, I read a Proverbs, this will help you maybe in your Bible reading. I read a Proverbs every single day. Today is the 10th, so I read Proverbs 10 today, right? You with me? So if you're like, how do I read my Bible? Read a Psalms, read a Proverbs, read it off of the date of the day, and just match it up with the Proverbs, right? But I remember this one, Proverbs 30, 8 through 9 says this, keep falsehood and lies far from me, hello, give me neither poverty nor riches, Give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. So Jesus is referring, he's, he's referring back to like, this is what God has always been about. Okay? Otherwise, this is crucial, I may have too much and disown you. Hello? Trying to build your own castle? You'll forget about the Lord. So keep me from, from the riches, but don't lead me to poverty, because if I have too much... I'm going to disown you and say, who is this, Lord? Or I may become poor and steal and so dishonor the name of my God. It's in there. So all throughout Scripture, this idea that God just sows through the word is, hey, I'm going to take care of you. Discontentment has got to go. So just two, two points. Is that all right? Two points. First is this. How, how do we break discontentment? How do we pray, God, I just need just what you have for me today, today. Like, I, I, I want you guys to be able to pray this prayer and, and actually mean it. And JP to mean it. Like, I just need today. Whatever you got in store for me today, I'll take it. The first is this. Daily bread comes with daily dependence. Simple, right? Duh. You guys are all like, yeah, we know, Pastor. Tell me some more. Give me a deeper theological statement. I don't have. Because if this, we miss this, we miss everything. Because the life of a believer really is this. It's like, it's like Jesus comes and he invades your life. He takes over. He, he, he rules and he reigns. And then he says this, take my hand. What? This is, this is the image of Jesus. Can I just, he's like, take my hand. And you're like, okay. And now he's like, follow me. When you're following somebody, you're de depending on that someone. Right? 
Like if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm in a caravan of cars, this is just coming. If I'm in a caravan and I'm like, yo, the six of you other cars follow me and I just speed up and take off and just turn a corner and they, they're lost. That's not how Jesus works. Jesus is like, yo, every single day, just grab my hand and follow me and trust me. Is this encouraging y'all tonight? And trust me to have what you need. Daily dependence. It's hard to depend on a God you can't see though, right? All that spit. Like, like, right? Transparency, it's hard. It's really hard to depend on somebody you can't physically see. Rachel can depend on me because she can see me. She, she, she can trust me because she can see me. Like, it's, it, it, this is where faith comes in. This is where the life of a believer really starts to take, take action and faith comes in. And you got to say, okay, God, like, like, I trust you to provide daily for me. Because I'm fully dependent upon you and nobody else. Like, this is the life of a believer, and this is, this is, this is hard. Well, well, JP, what about, like, my job? Should I quit my job and just be dependent on God? No. Come on. Wisdom. Right? Discernment. He gifted you gifts so that you can go impart them into the city. So don't quit your job and sit on the couch and be like, God's not, he's just not giving me anything. No. It's a poverty mindset. Okay? That's not, but this is like, yo, God, I'm waking up every day. I'm sitting at your feet. I'm receiving what you have for me today. I'm receiving the wisdom for you, for you, from you that, that what I need for today. I'm receiving the guidance from what I need for the day. I'm receiving physical food from you today. I'm receiving spiritual food from you today. God, I'm receiving everything I need just for today. I don't need to worry about tomorrow. I just need to worry for today. See, what happens when you start living in daily dependence is you start to get words for your day. Let me explain this. I can't tell you how many times I've been in a prayer moment with God in the morning. And he's imparted in me daily bread, daily insight. And I'm like, whoa, where did that come from? What are you, what are you talking about? And it's either, it's either I close my eyes and I see it, hello, vision, right? Okay, we believe that in this church. It's not weird. TV's made it weird. It's real, right? Or, 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 or there's, been, there's been something spoken to my heart like, hey, Remember this today because you're going to need it. And I'm like, okay, God, thanks. And how many of you know <laughs> the day happens? And at like 3.30, that situation that I was just hearing from God now begins to unfold. And I'm like, oh, huh, this is what you mean by daily dependence. This is what you mean by I'm going to provide every single day for you. This is what you're talking about. This is how this works. Great. I love you and I thank you and I'm going to keep coming after you. Because daily dependence is so crucial. Right? Like, I'm not a meal prep guy. <laughs> but if I could, I would meal prep peanut butter and jelly sandwiches all day long. I'm just that kind of guy, healthy. Like, I, like, I love peanut butter and jellies. <laughs> Toasted preference. But how many of you know peanut butter and jelly sandwiches 72 hours later? Just don't taste that good, right? Like you ever put them in a Ziploc bag and you get them out? Like anybody ever gone on trips? Am I, am I the only one that's like my parents like pack me meals for a trip? They're like, you're going on a like three-day drive. Like I packed you some stuff. Like when I was going in soccer, they'd be like, here's some. And I'd open it up like two days in and it's just like this smelly peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I'm like, what in God's name is this? Like I don't want that. <laughs> Do I want it though because it's got peanut butter and jelly? Yeah. 
Am I going to eat that? No. Jesus isn't creating baggies for you from the beginning of the week for the rest of your week. Like he's not. Like he's not creating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and brown paper bags. Like here you go. Here's for your Monday through Friday. You spend time on Sunday with me in church. You're good for Monday through Saturday. He's not doing that. He's saying I gave you Sunday's meal. It was good. You ate steak. How about you eat some steak on Monday? How about you eat some steak on Tuesday? How about you eat some steak on Wednesday? This is daily dependence. This is daily bread. Jesus, give me daily bread. Okay? I, I, I want this for you guys. I just want the fresh anointing of heaven every day for your lives. Right? At the end of the day, what are we asking for the fresh anointing of heaven to fall on our lives every day? Guys, can I challenge us? Can I challenge us leading up to this group right here? Not our Sunday morning service. This group right here. Can you pray every single day for a fresh anointing to fall on your life from this day to Wednesday? Let's say Friday. Good Friday. Can we do this? Hey, God, I trust you to give me daily bread. Just give me the fresh anointing today. Whoa, when you pray that, I'm telling you guys, this, this journey of faith becomes fun. This journey of faith is not boring. Yo, it is fun. I think we miss that. Like, because we're worried about tomorrow. We're worried about the next week, and we forget that today is a day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I will rejoice in this day today and be glad in it. Do I trust him to provide for you every single meal? Yes. Do I trust him to provide for you five meals a day? I don't know. But is he going to take care of you? Yes. When your whole trust is in him, guys, I have watched him come through at the last hour for people. Oh, guys, I can't tell you how many times. can't tell you how many times. I know I'm teaching. I know I'm going long. I can't tell you how many times I've watched God come through for Rachel and I at the last, like, God, <laughs> I'm sitting here at your feet. And yo, homie, you, like I trust you for today's bread. Not sure where it's going to come. Not sure how this is going to happen, but like we, we, we trust you. And guess what? He's never failed. No, like he's never failed. Sure, sure, I, I've wanted something, and he's given me something else, and it's actually the thing I needed. Hello. That'll preach for some people. Stop, stop, want, stop wanting what you want. Just take what he's given you. Okay, I'm moving forward. This is just dependence on the Holy Spirit every day. Last thing. Second thing is this. Come on up, worship team. Daily dependence breaks discontentment then. Okay? So when you ask for daily bread, what it's, what it's doing is saying, God, I want you to, to, to just break the discontent spirit in my life. We all have it at times. We've all been there at times. Maybe you're in this room tonight and you're discontent with where you're at in life. Right? You don't have the job. You don't have the bank account that you want. You don't have the relationship that you desired. You are still single, and you're ready to mingle, and you're asking God to bring somebody in, but you're like, God, where's every this person at? I'm ready. Guys, just be content because you got breath in your lungs, and you have a Savior that loved you and died for you. And guess what? We're not living for this life. We're living for the next, which is eternity. But we're here, Okay? And we're called to be examples. And so by saying, is this making sense? Like, it's making sense in my heart. Daily dependence breaks discontentment. A spirit of discontentment comes more of everything. Well, if I have this, 
then I'll be ready to do this. If I get this from God, then I'll be ready to serve God. Guys, I can't, this is the other thing, right? Well, when I make this much money, then I'll tithe. No, you won't. I'm telling you right now, you won't. You won't, flat out. Start it now, right? Start it now. Oh, you just want my money. I'm just, we're gonna read about you 10 years from now in a magazine about how this, it's biblical, guys. And when it's, I'm sorry. Some of you are living in poverty because you're still withholding from God. And you're like, well, that's just Old Testament. Read the Bible. Read the whole Bible. Because if you think Jesus came and just said, hey, just forget about tithing. No, he fulfilled the law and then said, this is just the standard now. Okay? All right, anyways. So you don't, re- you, don't you, you break a spirit of discontentment. You don't need anything else. JP doesn't need anything else. Guys, when I wrote this, this is, this is what I wrote. We're done. One of my biggest battles in life, probably, yeah, one of the top two, three battles in my life. Full transparency tonight. Being content. Being content. This is a battle that rages in me. I come to Pastor Jordan, I come to Pastor Andrew, and I'm like, I am discontent with where we're at. I'm grateful. They're like, yo, chill, breathe. I'm like, we should be here. We're not. I should be a better communicator, and I'm not. Like, like, I come all the time before God. I'm like, I'm just discontent. Why? Because I'm fixing my eyes on JP, and I'm not looking for daily dependence upon God. And the Lord literally spoke to me. I will remember this. Like, this was, this was probably a year and a half ago or so, and I remember just, just wrestling with God, and I was like, God, just please break this in me. Like, this is messed up, right? Because being discontent when we have everything from Jesus, it's really messed up, right? So this kind of came to me, and I hope it encourages you to pray tonight. I had to choose to thank God more than I had to choose to task God with what I needed. That's all, that's what he said. That's it. That's how God talked to me. He said, will you choose to thank me more than you're going to task me to do something for you? And I was like, okay. Makes sense? Anybody else? He said, are you going to choose just to thank me today, every day? Or are you going to choose to task me with something that you need me to do? I was like, okay. <laughs> Woo. Tears. <laughs> like, do you ever be broken? Is it. And I wrote that today because I reminded myself, hey, you've, you've allowed that to creep back in a little bit. Are you going to choose to thank God today? Or are you asking him for a bunch of stuff that you don't need? And what you really need is a spirit of contentment. See, when you understand salvation, when you understand the scandal of grace, that you have heaven waiting for you right now, that you have the spirit of God available to you right now, you don't have discontentment. You're fulfilled with everything you need. Guys, this is what fulfills us. What fulfills us is, God, I need this, this, and this. No, God, thank you. Father, thank you. Thank you for this daily bread. Thank you for everything you've given me today. Thank you for breath in my lungs today. Thank you for two feet to stand on today. Thank you for a home to sleep in. Thank you for a car to drive. Thank you for CTA because I don't have a car, but you're giving me a bus pass. Thank you. Thank you for the $2 that I get to buy coffee today. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for the belt I have. Thank you for the shoes that I have. 
Thank you for the shirt that I have. Yeah, it's not what I want to be, but it's where I'm at today. Thank you. God, I don't need anything else today. Thank you. God, I have everything today. Thank you. God, I have health in my bones. Thank you. God, I have nourishment. Thank you. Do you see how this begins to work? God, I have a family that loves you. Thank you. God, I have salvation in my home. Thank you. Guys, you can't run out thanking God. You can never run out with things to thank God. And when you thank God for daily bread, you break a spirit of discontentment. That's it. Jesus talks about heaven coming to earth, big. Daily bread, small. Why? Because this is so massive. If we don't pray this prayer, and we don't understand what we're asking for, we miss the rest of it. So tonight, I want to break discontentment in our hearts. Amen? Our prayer is this, God, break discontentment in my heart. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. Maybe some of you, as they begin to sing and lead us tonight, maybe you just need to come up and you just need to kneel. You need to stand. Maybe you just need to sit in your seat. I don't know, but you maybe just need to say, God, I've, ta I've tasked you with so much stuff. And what I need for, to do is just to thank you for everything you've done in my life. God, you saved me from my past. You saved me from what I was. You saved me from that person, man, that should be dead and gone. You saved me from that. I deserve death, but I have life. Thank you. I should be dead, and I should be gone. Thank you. This is how this works. So church, as you feel comfortable, would you begin to stand, or would you just feel led to the altar, begin to pray, that we're gonna sing tonight. Just begin you to pray and seek the hand of God, the face of God tonight, and say, God, break this spirit in me. If there's discontent parts in my heart, fill them, God. Change them from the inside out. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus.